What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Zach Attacks. This podcast is sponsored by Twisted Irons Craft Brewing Company. Today, I am sitting here with the Pine Nipple IPA. Yes, that's Pine Nipple. It is a collaboration that Twisted Irons has done with the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition. If you go into Twisted Irons, every Pine Nipple IPA that you buy, $1 will be donated to the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition. The description on Untapped reads, clocking in at a very sessionable 5.5 ABV. This delightful Northeastern IPA is hazy and bursting with tropical and citrus hop aroma, as well as a subtle amount of pineapple puree for good measure. It is pale, hazy, and delicious. And better than that, some of the proceeds of the sales go to the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition. Can you really afford not to have a few? Shall we crack the nipple? Splash. So I took a week off from the podcast, but now I'm back with a special holiday episode for everybody. I'm going to be talking about Christmas horror movies because, well, I'm not really an expert on regular Christmas movies. And in order to be able to give you something a little special, I figured why not talk about the horror Christmas movies because there are a lot of them. And I don't think people really know that. So, you know, if you're not necessarily the type to sit down and watch all It's a Wonderful life, you know, maybe instead you'd like to try out some of these Christmas horror movies instead. Now, before I do get into the Christmas horror movies, I will list my top five regular Christmas movies for everybody. So at number one, I would say my favorite regular Christmas movie would have to be Christmas Vacation. Number two would have to be Elf, although I would have to say that I remember going to see this movie in the movie theater and I would have never guessed that I would have seen it so many times since. I think I can easily say I've seen Elf 20 times and I think that that probably goes for a lot of people. Um, Number three, I have A Christmas Story. At number four, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. And at number five, of course, Polar Express. Now, there are a lot of other movies that people have kind of arguments about whether or not they're Christmas movies. For example, Die Hard's one that I hear come up a lot because it's set at Christmas time. But see, I would argue that you would still watch Die Hard if it wasn't Christmas time. So I'm not really sure if it's a Christmas movie. Now, watching Elf, A Christmas Story, The Grinch, Polar Express, Christmas Vacation, feel like all of those movies you would typically just watch in December. But I feel like with Die Hard, you might decide to watch Die Hard in April or something, and that would be perfectly fine. So to me, I would say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Now, before I get into the horror movies, there are definitely some other movies that are considered Christmas movies that are a little bit more on the dark side that are also kid-friendly. For example, Gremlins and also A Nightmare Before Christmas, of course, that can certainly be considered, I guess, horror Christmas movies as well, but we're not going to talk about them. We're going to get a little bit more into the obscure stuff. Obviously, both great movies, also movies that you could watch with the family, so definitely some great ideas if you're just looking for something a little bit out of the ordinary to watch this Christmas. Like I said, we're going to get into the scary shit, so we're going to get started. I'm going to talk about 10 different Christmas horror movies that I recently watched. That's one of the reasons why It took me an extra week to be able to get this podcast off. One, I took a little bit of a vacation. And two, I had to get through and watch all these movies so that I could tell you what is worth watching and what kind of sucks. 
So the first one we're going to talk about is Krampus, which I'm sure a lot of you heard about. It came out in 2015. As of right now, it's available to watch on FX now, and you could also rent it on Amazon Prime. Now, this movie was fun. I don't think it was anything too over the top. It had a pretty good cast. I'd say that that's definitely one of the things that was strongest about the movie with just the people that you got to see in it. For example, Adam Scott, Tony Collette's in the movie. You also have David Kochner in the movie. There's a lot of comedy actors in this movie, which makes sense considering the movie doesn't really take itself too seriously. In fact, I would say most of the Christmas horror movies really don't. I saw this movie one time in the movie theater. I thought it was a good time I haven't gone back and rewatched this one actually I decided to watch some other things instead this time around but I mean it's a fun movie it's a good party movie if you have a group of people I think that you could definitely watch Krampus and have it be a good alternative to a typical Christmas movie although I don't really think it's anything special I mean the story kind of goes like this a kid loses his faith in Santa Claus ribs up his notes as Santa and somehow this leads to Krampus coming it's got kind of that survival vibe to it you have a family of 12 stuck inside a house without any power and they start to see creepy things like this weird gingerbread man Man, the scary clown, of course Krampus himself. I mean, it's a pretty entertaining movie. I don't think it's anything over the top, but I mean, it could definitely be a fun watch if you're looking for something out of the ordinary this Christmas season. Our second Christmas horror movie is called Christmas Evil, which came out in 1980. Christmas Evil follows this kid who, who sees essentially mommy kissing Santa Claus and finds out that it's actually his dad who's dressed up as Santa Claus, and he finds this out from his older brother, and he kind of blames his older brother for ruining the surprise that Santa's not real. So this is something that he kind of blames him for in the future as well. And so the kid, the main character, is obsessed with being Santa Claus. So he wants to keep track of the good kids and the bad kids. It's kind of really creepy the way that he goes about it. And he's obsessed with Santa Claus. And of course, as I'm sure you can expect, he dresses up like Santa Claus and then goes on a killing spree in the movie. So you could watch Christmas Evil on Shudder now, which is a horror streaming site if you've never checked out Shudder and you like horror movies, I highly suggest it. They have a lot of great things on there. I subscribe and unsubscribe to Shudder all the time. They don't really update their movies very often, but they do have a really good catalog if you haven't seen a lot of the things that they have already. And then the movie is also available on Showtime if you want to watch it there. The third movie on my list is Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1 came out in 1984, and Part 2 came out in 1987. And the reason I'm only talking about Part 2 is because Part 2 spends, I want to say, the first 40-45 minutes just kind of recapping the first movie from the perspective of the younger brother of the main character in the original. So it kind of gives you the original plus more, and that's kind of why I think two is better than one. But the story of the first one goes like this. There are these two boys who witness their parents being killed by someone dressed up as Santa Claus. After this happens, they end up in an orphanage with some nuns, and the nuns are really strict. Uh, the headmistress um, says that things are naughty and that naughty things should be punished. So then the, the main character grows up 
and he is working as a Santa Claus, and he sees things that, according to the headmistress, would be considered naughty. So when he sees things that are naughty, he decides to punish. Now, as I'm sure you can expect, he goes on a killing spree in the mall where he is Santa Claus, and then from there, he decides to go back to the, the orphanage where he had spent his time as a kid. Now, in Silent Night and Deadly Night Part 2, it's from the perspective of the younger brother who witnessed all of these things happen when his older brother went on the killing spree, and he's got a little bit more of a normal life. Obviously, he's out of this orphanage at this point in time. He's got a girlfriend who he goes to see a movie with, and it's about a killer Santa Claus, and that sets him off, and from there, he decides that he's got to punish the people who are naughty in the movie theater, which of course would include his girlfriend. This one definitely has a lot less Christmas content in it than the first one, with the exception of all the things that it shows from the original, but it's definitely an entertaining movie. Once again, it does not take itself too seriously. Um, there are there are four movies in this series, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then there's also somewhat of a remake that came out in 2012. And if you want to watch Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, you can check it out on Shudder. It's also available on DirecTV. You could watch Part 1 on Tubi if you're looking for that one. And then the fourth movie that we're going to talk about, which we could look at as 4, 5, and 6, essentially the movie that people think about when they think of Christmas horror movies, and that is Black Christmas. So the original Black Christmas came out in 1974, which actually predates Halloween. So when we're thinking that Halloween is the original holiday horror movie, it's really not. In fact, there are a lot of things that Halloween took from Black Christmas. For example, the point of view of the killer was used extensively in the original Black Christmas. I used to watch this movie every year at Christmas time, very familiar with the story. So this movie came out in 1974, and then there was a remake that came out in 2006, and then they just did another remake of the movie in 2019, and all three are very different. So first talking about the original, it is, like I said, from the point of view of the killer through a lot of the movie, the killer's name is Billy, and um, the movie takes place in a sorority house. So a lot of the girls went home for Christmas, but there are a few left, and these are the ones that Billy has decided to take his killing spree out on. The movie features the iconic plastic bag scene. It's actually the first kill in the movie. The killer uses like a plastic bag or saran wrap, and it wraps up the girl's face and then leaves her body up up at the top of the sorority house in the attic for the rest of the movie looking out the window. I think that the original's very well done. In fact, I think that all three of these are really well done. If you're looking for a Christmas horror movie that's not going to disappoint, I suggest any of the three Black Christmases. So then, of course, there's the 2006 version. If you think about 2006 in terms of horror, this was probably the point where we had the most gore, the most boobs, the most dirty language. So this movie really came at a very interesting interesting time. So I actually never saw this movie because I always heard that it was horrible and I just finally watched it to do this podcast and I thought it was great. There were a lot of really cool kills in it. It really took the story from the original with the sorority house and gave it more backstory. Um, it was obviously more violent like I said. Um, none of these movies really take themselves super seriously still, so it, it definitely still has its comedic aspects to it. If you're not really into watching things that are like 70s movies and stuff like that, I would highly suggest going with the 2006 version of the movie. Extremely entertaining and also really violent and cool. I thought that uh, 2006 
Uh, Black Christmas was way better than I ever expected it to be. I can't believe I never watched it earlier. I used to see this movie at all kinds of DVD stores for like $3.99. I actually had a hard time finding it, so I rented the movie on Amazon Prime. Oh, and also, if you want to watch the original, you can find it right now on Peacock as well as Shudder. And then, of course, there is the 2019 version of Black Christmas. And I think we'll call this Woke Black Christmas. Um, the movie does not have the same killer. The original and also the 2006 talk about Billy. But the 2019 version kind of has more to do with the frat sorority dynamic. Now, it's, like I said, the woke Black Christmas. But I wouldn't call it wimpy by any means. I think that they did a really good job with it. I really liked the way that they talked about frats and sororities in Neighbors 2. Believe it or not, can't believe I'm talking about Neighbors 2 in a Christmas horror movie podcast. But I thought that that movie did a really good job of depicting frat life and all those things. But the sorority girls in this movie are are savage and they really do a good job of taking it out on the frat boys um i mean and that's really what the whole dynamic of the movie's about instead of there being a killer it's really more about the dynamics between the frats and sororities during this christmas period of school where most of the kids are on break and you could find the 2019 version of black christmas on hulu as of right now really i enjoy all three i would say that they are definitely some of the strongest movies that I'm going to be talking about and while being the strongest they're also the most Christmassy. Now going through this one of the things that I noticed was that I think in order to be a Christmas horror movie you gotta strangle somebody with some Christmas lights. Like that's happening in a lot of these movies you are sure as hell not missing a black Christmas without somebody getting strangled with some Christmas lights. And the fifth movie that we're going to talk about here is A Christmas Horror Story which came out in 2015. Now I've seen the cover to this movie since 2015 and to me it just looked like some bullshit Walmart straight to DVD movie that I really had no interest in but to be honest it was pretty good so it's kind of an anthology which means that it follows multiple different stories which horror movies love to do and this one certainly does you got kind of a fight between Santa and Krampus happening you have Santa killing elves as if they're zombies but at the same time you also have a lot of other different things going on like you have these kids who are doing essentially a podcast or something along the lines of that in an abandoned uh, school where there was a murder that happened in the past. You have all of these different storylines all going on at once, and at the end, they all kind of come together. And I will say that uh, what you're expecting is going on a lot of the time is not actually what's going on. It had a really cool ending. I thought it was a little surprising. I enjoyed the way that they tied everything together. William Shatner's in the movie as well. He is a radio DJ who is just drinking and not having a good time on Christmas, but, you know, still has to be everybody's cheer because he's on the radio and he kind of ties everything together throughout the entire movie and really I was pleasantly surprised by a Christmas horror story I think it's definitely worth a watch I think that most people would enjoy this one um, it's available now on Shutter, and you can also rent it on Amazon the next movie on the list I used to always see the cover for when I would go to the VHS store as a kid and I always wanted to check the movie out but you know I wasn't allowed so I actually just finally saw this movie in its entirety over the last week and it is called Jack Frost. It came out in 1997 and I always just remember the hologram cover 
of a snowman turning into an evil snowman, and I just thought that was really cool. And this movie's really interesting, actually. It's ridiculous as all hell, but, I mean, like I said, most of these movies don't take themselves too seriously. So this one is about a serial killer named Jack Frost, who's on his way to the execution chamber when the car that they're in crashes into another car that is carrying some government experimental acid. And uh, what happens is Jack Frost is hit with the acid and he becomes one with the snow because he gets hit when he gets out of the car. I guess there's snow on the ground. I don't really know how it worked. There's not really much of a scientific explanation to it. But Jack Frost who is ironically already named Jack Frost, becomes a killer snowman. And he decides that he's going to take revenge on the people that tried to put him away in jail. And it's just a really funny movie. He looks like a big snowman. It's really not that scary. There's a lot of really cool kills in the movie. And honestly, I thought it was pretty fun. I'm happy that I finally got to watch this. I wouldn't say that it's a great movie by any standard, but it's definitely a fun, ridiculous movie. And it's free on Amazon. The number seven Christmas horror movie that I want to talk about is Better Watch Out. And this one came out in 2016, and it's been pretty popular. So this movie is available right now on Shudder. Amazon and Peacock so it's really easy to get a hold of if you want to watch a Christmas horror movie but it's one of those movies that kind of starts out being something and wants to trick its audience it's really something entirely different so the movie starts off with a family that has a young son he's about 12 13 years old and then his babysitter who is, I think, going away to college. She's around 18 years old, if she isn't already in college. I mean, without getting into too many details, the 12-year-old boy really just wants to hook up with this babysitter before she goes away to wherever it is that she's going. It's home for the holidays. It's really not, they really don't get into too many details. All you know is that she's going away soon, and he feels like this is his last opportunity to have a love connection with his babysitter. It gets kind of weird. Um, it was entertaining. Once again, we got some Christmas-like kills in it, which I said is what makes something a Christmas horror movie. I think that some people are going to really like this movie, and I think that other people are going to think that it was really weird and disappointing. But, you know, that's up for interpretation. I enjoyed it. I'd probably give this movie like a 6.5 out of 10. Nothing too crazy. But like I said, it's fairly popular. Yeah, it gets pretty weird. So the next movie on the list is called Rare Exports. It is the first foreign movie that I have here out of two. And you could watch Rare Exports now on Hulu or on Shudder. It is a Finnish movie and it actually has a score of 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. So the movie is about a boy who lives with his dad. His mom passed away and his dad's a reindeer herder. And they learn the true story behind some fairy tales about Santa Claus that really make him seem like not as great as everybody expected. And it's really hard to talk about it without getting into too much detail. But essentially, this little boy knows the story of what really happened with Santa Claus. And he's trying to tell everybody no but he believes him and it's all going on right in his town. The boy, the main character, and his father find somebody who looks a whole lot like Santa Claus and um, they're holding him captive 
And then also a lot of kids in the town are going missing. And that's all I'm going to really say about it. Like I said, the movie has a score of 90 on Rotten Tomatoes for some reason. So, I mean, I, I guess people put this movie in high regards. It's pretty cool. It's definitely an original concept. And if you're down to read some subtitles, I would highly suggest watching uh, Rare Exports. The ninth movie I'm going to talk about is called The Lodge, which came out in 2019. It's a very good movie. I don't know whether or not after watching it, I would really consider it a horror Christmas movie, mainly because nobody got killed with Christmas lights. And like I said, I think that that is very important in making something a Christmas horror movie. So The Lodge is about a family. We have a, a boy and a girl, um, and they go and visit their father with their mother. The parents are separated, and the father tells the mother that he is going to be finalizing the divorce and then going to be getting married to this new woman that he's been seeing. And right on the spot, the mom shoots herself. And what happens is the kids then are obviously living with the father, who it seems like is some kind of writer. They don't they don't really get into too much detail about it. And the kids believe that the woman that he is now seeing is part of a cult, or at least was part of a cult and the dad says it would really mean a lot to me if you came out to this lodge for Christmas we all got to hang out and you finally met the woman that I've been seeing since your mother and my fucking god this guy definitely wins father of the year for the things that happen in this movie it gets really weird it's another one of those movies where you think something's going on and then something completely different's going on later on in it now there's no Christmas trees in this movie there's no Christmas presents I don't think there's any Christmas lights in this movie so Besides from the fact that it's happening at Christmas time, I really don't think that it is a Christmas movie. In fact, going by the diehard standard, I would say that it's not a Christmas movie. But I do think it's really great. When you Google Christmas horror movies, this one comes up. It's one of the top rated movies, and I would highly recommend it. I think that a lot of crazy stuff goes down in it. It's a very edge-of-your-seat kind of movie, but whether or not it's a Christmas horror movie, probably not. Still definitely worth checking out. And then the final movie that we're going to be talking about was called Advent Calendar. And I believe this movie was a Shudder exclusive. It's a French movie, and it came out in 2021. And honestly, it's one of the best horror movies I've seen in 2021. And I think it is, I would consider this definitely a Christmas horror movie. You know, it's about an advent calendar, a magic advent calendar. Um, the main character is a paraplegic woman who really lost all of her self-esteem when she lost her ability to walk. And her best friend gifts her this German advent calendar. And what she finds is that every day when she opens it up, something different happens to her. It kind of goes by like that careful what you wish for kind of standard because everything that she wants starts to come true, but it's also demonic at the same time. And the rules to the advent calendar is that she cannot stop or she will be killed. It can't be thrown away or she will be killed. And essentially, she's just got to make it through all 25 days, get to Christmas, complete this advent calendar. It was a really interesting movie, definitely an edge-of-your-seat kind of movie, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. Like I said, as far as I know, you can only watch this on Shudder as of right now, but I would highly recommend it. It's definitely the scariest of these movies, and it still follows what I would call a Christmas horror movie in itself. So these are all of the Christmas horror movies that I've personally seen, but there are some other ones. For example, Ginger Dead Man, which is by the director of the Puppet Master movies. I'm sure that one is absolutely ridiculous. There's also one called Scent, 
There is Anna versus the Apocalypse. Puka, there's a movie called Elves that came out in 1989. I've never seen that one. And then also some people consider P2 to be a Christmas horror movie. So, I mean, if you're looking to check out something a little bit different this year, have Halloween on Christmas, these are the movies that I would recommend you check out. It's crazy. There are so many more Christmas horror movies than you would ever expect. This has been another episode of Zack Attacks. Thanks for listening. Be sure to stay tuned. I'm going to be back again next week with an episode to cover some of my favorite things that came out in 2021.